0: I was already building a send in my last year of uni. I already seen the value of having smart, dedicated uh, young people with fire in their belly. People go into these health science degrees because they want to help people.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Startup West. My name is Danelle Cross.
2: And I'm Steve Elias. It's terrific to be here with you for the Startup West podcast, which is all about startups, entrepreneurs, and innovators have been there and done it, or are right here and doing it in sunny WA.
1: We would like to thank our sponsors, Space Cubed, where we are today, recording this, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist, and Techon.
2: On this episode, we talk with Zach Nielsen, co-founder of Ascend Health Group, a healthcare technology company which aims to develop custom technology solutions, that will improve disability care and the well-being of the workforce. Hi, Zach, and welcome to Startup West. Fantastic to have you here. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us about your business, Ascend Health, and all your related technologies, the story of what led you to starting up your business? Uh, I'll start with where
0: it started. Uh, I was a university undergrad as a, as a physio at Curtin, and I was really disappointed in uh, the industry that I was working in at the time which was the disability industry in terms of the quality of people and the quality of services and I felt really strongly about that leaving uh, uni so we started Ascend Health which our mission is to grab the disability industry and flip it into a premium quality industry Um, historically it's been quite a low quality industry with you know the royal commissions and stuff like that but uh out of that has spun a few other uh, companies as well.
1: Can you talk to us a bit about what else? Because I know you've got an ecosystem of companies under Ascend. So can you tell us a bit more about Ascend and, sure. so, and the others? Sure. Uh, so
0: Ascend is the, the the primary company which does services. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we uh, hire university students uh, studying allied health and we pretty much uh, immerse them in the NDIS and and put them on a training program that uh, gets them uh, uh, like supercharged therapists when they leave in line with what our mission is. Mm. Through the process of it, we see like lots of gaps in actually making that work and, and other opportunities um, uh, in the industry. And the biggest gap was uh, automating how we actually do that and how we deliver that. Mm-hmm. And that gave birth to uh, Bruno Health, mm-hmm. which is our platform that, uh, that, that facilitates that. Uh, and then more recently, we've been looking at the hardware and seeing that there's just not enough happening in terms of the styling, the feel, um, the choice and control that people have with their hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've recently spun out a company called uh, Obdo.
1: Fabulous. Excellent. And so you left university and, and what were the steps just between uni and starting Ascend? Uh,
0: um, Was it a linear
1: it w- path or?
0: The growth has been linear. Yeah. Yeah. It it wasn't. It, it, I felt like you know you at the at the start of a mountain and you're going like I can get to the top of that really quick and I'll achieve that goal mm-hmm. and you just start like blindly running up it and mm-hmm. you know it it is simple. It was as simple as just one thing to the next. So all we had to do was to find that first student. Say we're going to support you. You're smart. You're going to work with people with disability and we just uh, did what most. Uh, Uh, hustling entrepreneurs did and you make it up as you go for the first month or two with the primary kind of focus of
1: vision in mind yeah yeah. just
0: improving health and it started with one and grew to two three
2: four but uh, a lot of support from the family Mm. um, was there to make that happen Mm. yeah terrific Mm. Uh, I guess uh, any initial issues with the setup and I guess the regulatory framework in dealing with or plugging into NDIS
0: Yes and no. Um, I have to tip my hat to the NDIS. I know it gets a lot of um, uh, a lot of flack in the media, but I've recently been over to London mm. um, on London Tech Week. Uh, the NDIS is a, is a brilliant system True. compared to everywhere else in the world. Um, and uh, the regulatory kind of things, um, they put it onto the participants to be able to take their own um, choice and control. Mm-hmm. So that's where we had a, um, an opportunity to um, – be qualified in terms of being physios and, um, and, and smarter people been at uni, mm. uh, able to, um, do a good job without too much infrastructure in place at the start.
1: And are you currently bootstrapping or do you need cash? Or oh, we all need cash, don't we? Yeah,
0: we all need cash. Uh, how are
1: you going? How are you funding?
0: I bootstrapped it from five grand. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing. and that, took us about six months to get our first, um, uh, our first one under the mm-hmm, belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stepping stones in that was, uh, uh a, a lot of money lost in terms of trying new and different things, which is very common, very not too exciting there. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, we then, uh, had an investor come in to try and help with the platform.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we then had a, uh, What do you call it? Family, friends, and fools. Yeah. Yeah. Round uh, a little while ago, Uh, but I wouldn't say the cash injection has been uh, less than a hundred grand to date. Mm. And what was that? In that
2: inflection point that you really know is
0: going to work, Uh, like kind of like that moment where you like you feel like you're almost too big to fail, like that kind of thing, or not?
2: No. Yeah. Like, oh, it's working. Yeah,
0: it's heading the right direction. I still don't know. To -hmm. be honest, like uh, uh, I every day you as you know, entrepreneurs would feel that you're just constantly solving problems and if there's not a uh, a direct problem that comes to you, you're looking for that next problem to solve. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I find it hard to uh, kind of answer that but um, my goal is to get people off the NDIS. So if like we've had some people that have reduced services with us and I think it was – Situations such as that that led me to think that our system's working because we've built their capacity; they they no longer need um,
1: need assistance. So, how are you going about um, recruiting physios at the moment and and team members in uh, this kind of market? It's
0: it's challenging. Yeah, uh, we've got really great word of mouth culture at the universities, mm-hmm. uh, and our software has enabled that as well. So. Uh, like it's as easy as you have a profile and you work on our system with NDIS clients, you can actually, if you're at a certain level, you can just click a button and invite someone. So you have a uni friend. Uh, they obviously have to go through uh, uh, interviews and refer uh, referees and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we've tried to um, have more of a peer-to-peer kind of uh, hiring system within the universities.
2: Great. Excellent. Very good. Uh, any competitors on the scene, Zach?
0: uh in terms of our, how we work with the relationship to the universities i don't think so i haven't come across anyone just yet um in terms of the spectrum of uh where an ndis registered company with therapists and support worker there's there's a ton of um sure. competitors yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's such a huge growth industry at the moment mm. there's there's a bunch of businesses that are kind of moving from that uh, small business to SME space uh, mm-hmm. as the as the NDIS scheme grows Goes, yeah. um, and we're kind of in the mix of like the start of like uh, uh, a marathon where like everyone's kind of mm-hmm. um, running together and we're just Who's waiting for someone. someone someone's going to burst through the pack soon, I think. Mm.
1: Yeah. And so obviously your point of difference is your platform, your team, your model. Is that correct?
0: That's how. I'd, yeah, I'd say we got our value prop in that we understand there um, there is a natural cycle of being a support worker, a disability support worker. It's not a job um, uh, people usually do forever. Um, so we've instead of trying to fight that and be like, no, stay in the job. How can we keep you in the job? Um, we see our value prop as We get three good years out of you, in which you'll get so much experience and understanding of the scheme and the demographic. Um, and you'll turn into a really good therapist. And there's always a fresh bunch of um, uh, students coming mm. through that we have now a program in place to, um, uh, to take them through that training.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, major highlights for you at this point in time? Uh, probably uh, we got registered just before the end of the financial year. Terrific. Um, and we had some really lovely feedback from the auditors uh, making their jobs really easy. So that was a, that was a huge highlight. That was mm. a- Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um uh the the the, the team mm. in general that yeah. I work with in the office. Uh yeah, I can't really thank them enough. They are a really special bunch of people that are getting down in the trenches and they truly believe that um that uh that we can we can take this industry and take it to a new level. So like every day it's a bit of a highlight just getting to work with them and see see how dedicated they are.
1: And I can vouch for that. I came and visited you and your team, you know, a few months ago. And, um, yeah, you've got a beautiful office and, you know, a great vibe in there with your growing team. So it's just awesome to see growing business. Um, what are your plans for the next few years and maybe tackle that for Ascend and then the the platform and, and, and hardware?
0: Yeah, Ascend's pretty uh, straightforward. We, uh, we just want to now expand on our therapy um, to better support the students uh, and we want to start to move into other capital cities. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a, a bit of a, a, a trial over in Sunshine Coast at the moment just to really um, uh, stress test how our platform works um, across the other side of the country. We've got plans to go to South Australia um, and eventually uh, we, we, we build teams around the university metropolitan space. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd like to see us in maybe four or five states in two years. Terrific. Uh, the, the spin-offs, um, the, the software Bruno we're hoping to uh, completely overhaul and rebuild that in the next year or two. Um, the devs are saying one year. I'm saying two. Yeah. <laughs> You're realistic, <laughs> right? Yeah, because uh, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And I'd I'd really like to grab the model that we use to um scale our services and deliver com- uh, community services and provide it to other NDIS um uh, companies mm. so they can be as efficient um uh, as as uh, as we are uh for the uh, the hardware side of things um. Uh, we're covering a few aspects of life, so um, eat, love, move, drink and play. Uh, we've started with um, a, an accessible uh, sexual wellness device, uh, which has never been done before. It's it, um, it's wireless charging. It does all these cool things and these little considerations for disability. But mm. we've also got a, a water bottle that means that um, – you know uh, it's easy to pick up it locks onto a table and it it doesn't mean you need to use a straw um a smart cutlery uh we've got something in the works with a wheelchair to retrofit wheelchairs but i can't really uh, I can't talk about that one just yet sure. so uh, yes yeah, so there's a product line i'd like to get out with um with the hardware and uh give that software to um uh, hopefully uh i'd like to say to two to 300 businesses mm. in, in, in a couple of years that have, that have made me it feel super exciting
1: good. so yeah. exciting thank mm. you <laughs> and a shout out to the Startup West podcast sponsors the Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed Curtin University RSM the City of Perth Dinner Twist
2: and Tech On. Zach, can we take you back through your career to date uh, from your own schooling? Are you WA born and bred, raised? Yeah, WA born and bred.
0: Uh, I was born and raised in Broome. Okay. Uh, and stayed up there till I was about uh, 11 or 12. And then uh, most families make the decision to come down uh, to better in schooling. School? Nothing yeah. against the schools in Broome. <laughs> I had, a, had a, a really great upbringing. But uh, yeah, we... Um, uh, the family came down and then uh, spent another 10 years in Busselton uh, and uh then did the uh the usual migration that all the all, all, all us friends did you go from <laughs> Busselton to Perth because yeah. you have to go to uni um but I was really um not so good at school uh I like uh failed English and uh, I failed a lot of subjects actually uh, so I didn't really get Uh, a lot of choice with what uni I went to, Uh, been bitter and spiteful. I went into FIFO for for a little (laughs) while (laughs) and just been like, you know, like stuff the world, like, you know, um, uh, and did that for a year, then realised that I didn't want to be um, uh, FIFOing for the rest of my life. So I gave uni a crack and that's where I really found um, uh, what I loved was learning at my own pace how I want to learn and how I want to understand. So started ECU, then went to Curtin, um, uh, in sports science degrees and then landed in physio and then spent another, <laughs> I think I failed physio like uh, twice slash kind of three of times. Yeah. Mm. yeah, just because I'm, I'm pretty stubborn um, with, uh, with my thoughts of how things should be answered or, or approached. So um, obviously that doesn't work well when you're trying to assess, you know, 150-odd students.
1: Um so you've told us what you weren't good at. What were your <sighs> best subjects in school
0: uh sport um yeah i was a I was a pretty high level swimmer for a, mm-hmm. a, a long time um, uh, and that teaches you a lot of uh, uh discipline Britain, grind resilience. and mm. yeah, and I think that's something I really look for in 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 staff and and people that I want to work with as well as like have you had that experience where you've been like thrashed to be like gasping for air or wanting to throw up like that's 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 proper hard work and i think it really builds a
1: yeah um, that grit a
0: lot of grit yeah
1: and any entrepreneurial spirit i mean we talked about problem solving earlier like have you always been you know good at seeing problems and trying to find solutions or do you think that's something that's developed
0: yeah i think that's one of the things i'm good at mm, yeah yeah um, um i come up with a lot of ideas uh maybe not <laughs> the best ones straight away but that's my process of elimination um, uh, I saw that question, uh, when you emailed me guys and I thought, I thought back, I'm like, nah, 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 you've never really wanted to do business or this or that. But, um, uh, uh, I was reminded that I was trying to sell my toys on a box on the side of the road <laughs> from like a five-year-old or something like that. So I don't think I could ever really run away from the inevitable yeah. that I would be, um, uh, working in the space that I am.
2: Yeah, I love that. I think it's just amazing, Danelle, you know, being in part of the uh, innovation community that the the most successful innovators, entrepreneurs around the world are those that perhaps weren't good at schooling. Mm-hmm. And this is just another proof, Zach, that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't have to to go through the schooling Absolutely. process to, to be the best in the world as well.
1: Absolutely. So, finished uni, finished Curtin, Yep. and then travel or straight into Ascend. What was that
0: I was already building a send in my last year yeah, okay. of uni. I already seen the value of having smart, dedicated uh, young people with fire in their belly. Mm. And and I saw like you, people go into these health science degrees because they want to help people. And uh, like just capturing that um, as a core thing through the interviewing process that I, I honestly was throwing CVs out. At this point, going, I don't care. Like, who I do, you actually want to help people, mm-hmm. and hiring them based on that. And that's when uh, that's when we started. Uh, it was a send rehab services mm-hmm. in the uh, initial stages, but um, uh, through um, the, the search engine stuff, like America blocks mm-hmm. anything rehab because uh, okay. they think it's drug oh, rehab. Okay. So go. we had to had to change that. But yeah, then we got it started in my final year, um, and then I did six months in uh, – six to 12 months in aged care mm-hmm. uh, as a physio uh, and that pretty much uh, – I was only doing two days a week. So I was uh, Building. yeah, yep. eating lots of, um, you know, like hummus Backed and veins. carrots yeah. and baked <laughs> beans <laughs> and just trying to pump everything into the business, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah
1: awesome, awesome. Uh,
2: based on your experience, Zach, uh, what advice would you give to the Perth Startup community today? Get comfortable with being uncomfortable.
0: It doesn't matter what you do. I think if you can – um, understand that whatever you're going to be doing, have the expectation that it's going to be hard and it's going to be uncomfortable and almost use that as a as a, as a guideline to um, if you're pushing yourself hard enough as well. Like if you're really content and um, and everything seems to be fine. I know it's ideal and everyone like kind of strives for that, but I think if you're going to, you know, grow as mm-hmm. a person and grow as a business, you need to be aware of some level of uncomfortableness, whether it's in... Um, uh, you know, you might be struggling to write an application, or you might be struggling to find the right person, or you might be really getting knocked back in hustling. Mm. Whatever it is that you're doing in your role as an entrepreneur, as long as you're uncomfortable, um, I think you're you're growing. So, you know, being comfortable with being uncomfortable being so would be my uh, sage advice.
1: So true. So yeah. true. And talk to us about the local fundraising um, startup scene I guess I know you've been immersed in you know in multiple ways and you probably head down at the moment in really that building stage but yeah can you talk to us about the community that surrounds ascend and and other startups
0: yeah I think um, uh, I've had mixed experiences mm-hmm. with it um, there's people that come and go from the startup scene and um, and uh, you hear of a lot of uh, horror stories as well here and there with fundraising, yeah. Um, and like I try and like kind of grab that and not focus on 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 that side of things. But I think through my initial experiences, that was an unlucky experience that I had um, through um, just being super new to the industry and, and going way too hard at it and like ruining some um, um, what I might have uh, I might perceive I, I probably didn't ruin these uh, opportunities, but um it it was so inviting and it was um uh, so capturing mm. um that uh that like i went i feel like i went really really hard and almost drank too much juice um, in those early stages and then I got a bit all overwhelmed with it but now mm. i reflect on it, it it set us up in so many um uh, amazing things uh if i was to go back i'd just encourage myself just take your time and just you know enjoy it and mm. um and and not you know, try and, um, you know, dive headfirst into every opportunity that scene gives you because it does, it gives you like a lot of opportunity. It does. And, um, and I think if you try and, um, uh, you know, try and ram headfirst into every opportunity, yeah. you kind of, uh, like I burnt myself out a little bit I think in those um, initial stages. Yeah, I think that's a
1: really good reflection and I don't think that would be an unusual um, pathway or, or story too, Zach, so I think yeah. that's really, really yeah, good advice. Definitely. Yeah
2: uh local fundraising scene Zach, uh, accessing grant, accessing grants R&D tax incentive other Ooh, investors I'd love to get some R&D happening
1: mm, um we do know someone Absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah we uh we're bootstrapped and uh we've been uh, very fortunate to be mm. in an industry that uh, has price caps and um and and makes the um the 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 profit margin so that you can you know, modestly build a business. So we've mm. got um, linear growth, which means that we don't really need to um, be looking so much for fundraising. Um, I do admire anyone that works in that startup scene that is solely reliant on on mm. fundraising. That sounds super exhausting and super mm.
1: stressful <laughs> but the the platform and hardware you know obviously at, at some point potentially so um you know there may be maybe yeah. a requirement or, or you never know maybe ascend is is funding yeah you know the other pathways which is, is just which is an amazing story if that if that occurs yeah, I mean, in a we're
0: trying to be self-funded. That's yeah. that's my that's yeah. my preference. Yeah, love it. Um, uh, we're at the size now we can go get a facility from a bank, and it's not really going to cost us too much. Mm-hmm. So there's always that option as well,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, which good- just gives us a little bit more. We'd like, yep. but I'm open to it. I just need to go do my MBA or something before I think like I go down that path mm-hmm. again. Like mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be wise with battle yeah. scars yeah. before I go <laughs> down into raising
2: again. Oh, it's great you're being self sufficient to, to yeah, this point. Oh, anyway, it's the best yeah. path,
1: absolutely. And who do you admire as a startup leader in WA or anywhere in the world?
2: Oh, I just read
0: that, um, that, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Oh, that's so
1: good, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So, it's a great uh, story. that's a yeah. really fantastic story and, and like he's somewhat bootstrapped as well. Mm. So that's in the front of my mind at the moment. But I think if I hadn't read that book, um, uh, I frequently hang out with, uh, with, uh, Tom Young <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, you know, like the, the stories he is told of the risks that he took and the, the the money he put on his own back. I just like kind of look at it like, like you're you're absolutely mad.
1: Amazing, like, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I think I think um hope he's listening. Um
1: he, I'm sure he, he is. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Shout out to you, Tom. Yeah. And you drew. All right, let's move into a rapid, quick fire round. Are you ready, Zach?
2: Sure. Let's do it. All
1: right, let's go. You're gonna kick us off, Steve.
2: Let's do it. Okay. What's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? Oh, cash and, yeah, cash and people with grit.
1: Mm. If you were to wave your magic wand over the local startup scene, what would you wish into being or wish away?
0: I thought about this one because I hope Charlie's listening, but the government needs to put in a scheme where we have, like you get a rebate on the wages for founders so, mm-hmm. like, if you keep doing your startup, I'd love to wh- – because it's the hardest thing just trying to get day-to-day if you're a working um, uh, uh, founder. Mm. It'd be some some scheme where the government would reimburse you half your wages every quarter. For the founder. For, the, talking founder, talking for the founder. For the, yeah, yep. for yeah, working directors and, and founders. Mm, like, they put okay. in their timesheets to a government, you know, portal. Well done. You're still, you know, maybe you're in the innovation space and you get 50% of your wages back. Something like that would be – Okay, Charlie. Charlie, and
1: okay. uh,
2: maybe let's talk to the minister.
1: We will. We mm. might have him soon. Yes. All right.
2: Who do you most admire in the local tech scene? A company, a person? Um, I can't think. Uh, I'm just going to say Tom Young.
1: Tom again. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a pretty Shout good guy Tom. to admire. Yeah. Can anyone listening help you? What's your ask?
0: Uh, R and D just popped up before. I didn't even think of that. R and D would be good because we've got some little inventions with patents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the amazing work that our team does, like the therapists and the students, I think they deserve a, a bit of PR. Mm. Like some of the things and some of the the, mm. the the reports that we get back from the work they're doing in the community, they they deserve to be put on a um on a bit of a pedestal and and have people you know be aware of the really good work they're doing with you know the students and the university and the and and the the NDIS,
1: yeah, it's often the untold yeah. untold. Yeah, they're the young stories, sun heroes. It's not they?
0: me. It's the you know it's the speeches, it's the physios, mm. it's the OTs, and and the students that are correlating. They they really deserve to be. Um,
2: no, lovely. Yeah, um, Zach, I know you've got a very young family, but um, what do you do to get away from it all, relax and refresh? I play golf. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's your handicap? No, oh, it blew out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it was uh, 18, and then I had Frank, and uh, yeah. bless him, he's pushed it up to 22. Okay, so I'm I'm struggling a little bit at the moment, but uh, it's all part of the grit that I like to, you know, keep Definitely. pushing at things I'm not necessarily good at doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, thanks, Zach. It's been terrific to chat to you and hear all about the story of Ascend Health and Bruno Tech and. And your platform. Um, Yeah, we really, really wish you all the best and you and your team. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to hear more about the Ascend story soon. Congratulations
2: and best wishes. Cheers. Thanks, guys.
1: Also, thanks to our sponsors. The Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from SpaceCubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and TechOn.
2: We recorded this podcast at Riff Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia.
1: Don't forget to subscribe to the Startup West on your favourite pod platform so our latest episodes appear in your feed. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Steve.
2: Bye-bye. Thanks, guys.